It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, and we have checked the tape from the Miami Dolphins' 21-19 victory. Over the Buffalo Bills in week three, we're going to talk about anything and everything that we found in all three phases of the game. Strap in. Let's get after it. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on Dolphins fans Kyle Krabs your host here on Locked on Dolphins your team every day here on the Locked on Network we don't just say it we live it I'm Kyle Krabs lifelong Miami Dolphins fan co-founder of the draftnetwork.com your host here on the show I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day today on the show coaches film all 22 Dolphins Bills 21 19 Club Dub, we're here again. We're going to talk about why. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I certainly feel the Buffalo Bills pain um, having to grind through 92 plays of Dolphins defense. Uh, pretty pretty grueling experience. And uh, we'll talk about the defense in a little bit, but I, I do want to acknowledge uh, the other phases of the game first. Uh, but before we get there, i got to tell you about our friends, or at Prize Picks, Prize Picks is daily fantasy done right and made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten extra money on your entry. First-time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. So. We usually start these things off with special teams, and we love to give a little bit of love to special teams. And we especially need to give some love to special teams because the Dolphins are sitting here winners in week three in large part due to special teams. I don't know if you realize this on the television broadcast copy or not, and we said something in the aftermath of the game on Sunday night when we did the Victory Monday show. But there was a drive in which the Bills got down late in the third, early in the fourth and were in scoring position. They came away empty-handed because they missed a field goal that was wide left. And the holder and the kicker turned around and kind of had an exchange on the broadcast, and you could see them suggest was that it might have been tipped. Well, you never heard anything about it on the broadcast. You never saw anything about it in the aftermath of the game. But lo and behold, you pull up the game tape, and Emmanuel Agba blocked that punt and nobody said anything about it which is pretty incredible that 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 is such in a two-point win last i checked field goals are worth three points um and, and never mind the fact that had they hit kick that field goal then the 10 minute gauntlet drive that the bills had uh to get on the dolphins doorstep and be held on fourth down which ultimately helped to decide the football game uh, would have been a field goal proposition for the Bills to kick a field goal and take the lead. So 
the critical play in this game that was just completely glossed over was the fact that it, upon further review, number 91, Emmanuel Aben, you could see it from both the sideline angle and from the back, from the wide. Um, but you see his hand recoil. Uh, you, I got a still frame up on it that I put up on social media that, that very clearly shows uh, that he, with his right hand, extends upward and very clearly gets the football to block the punt that helps the Dolphins to stave off Buffalo. So um, I haven't seen anything about it. Emmanuel Ogba deserves his, his due. Guy blocks a ton of passes at the line of scrimmage and, and quite frankly could have had like eight of them on Sunday against the Bills, if not for the quarterback that we were facing. And uh, more on that later. And um, went out and got a field goal instead and helped the Dolphins win the game. The other special teams play that I have to acknowledge, um, and, and your usual suspects I think were played well on, on special teams. I thought uh, Keon Crossan looked good. I, I thought um, Justin Bethel and his opportunities as a gunner looked good. But Thomas Morstead, kind of low-key, like another critical play. The Dolphins have the butt, fu butt punt, right, that will live in infamy. There's already shirts about it. And yet, the very next play is a free kick from the for the Dolphins from their own 20-yard line, up two points. Thomas Morstead has the reputation of not being a big leg punter. You know what Thomas Morstead does? He uncorks a ball that takes the Bills returner, Jamison Crowder, back to the six-yard line. The six. Just a crazy punt, and the Dolphins needed every yard of it. Oh, that's twice now. Thomas Morstead twice in three weeks. Week one against New England, the Dolphins are up two scores. And the long snap on the punt with six minutes left, one hops him, three yards short of him, and he still, still gets down, scoops it, and pins the Patriots back inside the 10-yard line. And this time, a free kick after a safety with the team leading by two absolutely hammers a punt that takes the Bills returner back to their own six-yard line to help set up the long field that the Dolphins would need every inch of to hold off Buffalo. Those are your shout-outs on special teams. Agba and, and Morstead get game balls on special teams because they directly or indirectly kept points off the board for the other team. So, got to give them their due. Also got to give our, our friends over at Prize Picks their due. If you guys aren't uh, aren't familiar with Prize Picks, uh, daily fantasy, a lot of fun. Uh you can parlay their in-house uh props and, and kind of stack up and then you could do it across all sports, but uh you could say, "Hey, I'm going to take uh Joe Burrow under 285 passing yards on Thursday night." Jalen Waddle over 72 and a half receiving yards. Tyreek Hill over one and a half touchdowns against Eli Apple because he says he was coming for him. And um, I'm going to take Jason Sanders over one and a half field goals. And you can string all those things together. And if it hits, you can win up to 10 extra money on your entries. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections in house. Prize picks offers projections on any sport. 
including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. And every time I tell you about prize picks, like they're adding that gauntlet of available props grows. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals that are currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up for daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using promo code locked on. So if you put 100 in, they'll give you another 100. You put 50 in, they'll give you another 50. That's uh, promo code locked on at prizepicks.com for an instant deposit match up to $100. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So I sent out a, a, a couple of, of tweets last night with some film clips and that it's largely on the offensive side of the ball because I did special teams first then I did offense and I finished defense overnight and I'm recording. It's, it's about 6 a.m. on Tuesday. And um, I got to tell you, I was up at uh, four o'clock trying to get the second half in. So um, I'm going to use some of the, the tweets that were sent out at grinding the tape as kind of some short notes for, for you guys. But um, I thought Dolphins offensively, their efficiency was, was solid. They had a couple of shoot-yourself-in-the-foot type moments. I also strongly, vehemently, disagreed with the uh, illegal man downfield call on the screen pass to Tyree kill uh, that kind of hurt the uh, total offense because that's such a big buzzy debate right now. And then last I checked, you don't get bonus points for more, more yards from scrimmage, but uh, I'll tell you what, first and foremost, the bills for not having the players that they were missing in the back end did some really exotic nuanced crazy stuff in the secondary some of their coverage rotations and how they got the quarters and they got a corner pressed up on the boundary and it turns out he's pushing back and taking field deep quarter and he's in press coverage and the whole safety shell rotates and they they roll a safety down it's buffalo schematically and defensively you got to tip your cap to him somebody needs to hire leslie frazier the dc uh, so that he and Sean McDermott can get away from each other uh, and really break this thing down for Buffalo. Because uh, I I just thought defensively Buffalo had so much at their disposal for a team that was missing the players on the back end that they were. And they're their zone defense, right? So you, you're not necessarily sitting here expecting to see them try to lock Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle man on man. And that's good because that would have been a much more disastrous game plan for the Bills. But... The Bills very much funneled the Dolphins passing game with a lot of bracket coverage, a lot of box coverage. You know, they, they're playing plus one on either side of the line of scrimmage. 
and you saw Miami try to do some sch things, things schematically to account for that, where they would take a tight bunch and, or they would take a bunch and they would oh, detach it way away from the set to try to manufacture some more room to throw the football. So really good schematic chess match on both sides, quite frankly. And we'll, we'll talk more about dolphins defense bills offense here in just a second. Uh, but to his touchdown pass to river Craycraft is all the things that I think you're going to lean into with your continued investment into Tua Tungvaloa as you go from here. Timing, anticipation, accuracy in short spaces. Tua is very proficient in the red zone, and the reason why is the, re the ways that you are effective in the red zone is not lifting coverage, right? Teams have traditionally played Tua across the entire field as though they were playing in the red zone where it's been very congested. And, and you've seen with the speed of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, teams have not had the same luxury of sitting on that and continuing to do that quite as often in 2022. And the, the dolphins are reaping dividends as far as two in his efficiencies and yards per attempt and stretching the field and getting larger throwing windows down the field and all that stuff's great. But the, just the touchdown pass that he threw to river Craycraft uh, is an embodiment of all of the traits that Tua does well as an NFL quarterback. And it was really fun because it was the exact same type of coverage and timing that you saw him throw to Jalen Waddle against Carolina last year. It was the same coverage shell where they, they boxed you, where they would go, you had four points and you're running your routes through this box. And as your routes declare, they will then match certain receivers. Well, if you throw it right into the heart of the box and you throw it with timing as all these receivers are coming through here, it freezes all the defenders, and that's exactly what it did on this touchdown pass, just like it did when Jalen Roddle uh, ran the stop route right in the heart of that coverage uh, against Carolina last year. So uh, Tua, I thought, played a perfectly fine game. You want the throw to Matt Milano back. Uh, I don't know what he saw in that play, but I think you're continuing to see Tua grow as a player. And I've really enjoyed in this game in particular, seeing him more consistently working through progressions, moving his eyes and kind of getting his feet aligned to marry where his eyes are at the top of his drop. That is not a small deal. Uh, that, that's one of the very nuanced things of quarterback play that, will allow you to be ready to throw at all times. And you know, Tua specifically, aside of the throw to Matt Milano that he tried to just push in there, and I don't know, you know, the Bills started bumping their second level of their defense, or when the Dolphins go jet motion and they're carrying somebody across, everybody on the second level of the Bills' defense would just bump a gap over, right? And I don't know if in that moment, the picture changing, you know, the Bills took advantage of that and they create a lot of miscommunications, both in the run game and in the pass game for who is stepping to where and where guys are going to be. So that is now an adjustment that the Dolphins have to be able to make is, okay, if we run jet motion and they're going to bump the second level, we need to anticipate that better because the Bills got on top of us and beat us to spots in the run game. And it really shut down what could have been a promising day on the ground. Obviously, you have the, the end of game situation where you're on one 
inch line and you're trying to run the ball to run clock and get a first down and walk out of there with a win. And it, it worked out regardless, but I do think there's some personnel things in there where um, Miami missed both Hunter Long and Seaton Carter in situations like that. Cause the dolphins are in 12 and they're trying to run the ball 12 or 21 or 22. They had two tight ends on the field and it was Durham Smythe. And then it was, Mike Gusecki is the only other tight end other than Tanner Connor. And you're not going to put Tanner Connor out there to block on your own one inch line. Um, and on the first down play after the Dolphins goal line stand there at the end, Mike was about yay close from giving up enough penetration uh, for that to be a safety that would have happened earlier on the game clock. And then in turn would have allowed the bills, assuming everything else would have played out exactly the same. Uh, to have time to clock the ball and then potentially kick a field goal. So life's a game of inches, so is football. It's like they say in any given Sunday. And the Dolphins needed every inch. Every inch. And now I think what's encouraging about that is they didn't play a perfect game. And I know coming into this, I said, you're going to have to play a better game than you had played in either of your first two contests to win win the game. And the Dolphins did not play a perfect game. Offensively, uh, shout out to Robert Hunt, just moving bodies up front big time. Uh, Teron Armstead, other than one miscommunication where I, it was like it didn't look like he was particularly ready for the snap, like they put Von Miller on a milk carton. So I know Von Miller showed up to the stadium wearing like the black ski mask and all that jazz and with the goggles and uh, talk about stealing people's souls. Well, he stole a, a game check from the Bills on Sunday because he was nowhere to be found. He had three pressures. Uh, but for all of the disruption that he has brought to the Bills front, Teron Armstead took care of that business. So shout out to Teron Armstead. Shout out to uh, Jalen Waddell, the, the long completion on third and 22, which I will expect is, is probably going to live in lore for Dolphins fans for quite some time. Uh, phenomenal route. Phenomenal route the way that he stemmed it the way that he sold it outside, the way that he pushed it. Oh, the, the, uh, the Bills were in middle of the field, open coverage, right? Tyreek Hill on the other side of the field, and we Wes Welker talked about this in training camp. Speed. Speed on either side of the field versus speed on same side of the field. If you go speed on either side of the field, how do you handle that? Well, they, they ran two, and Tyreek runs a corner on this side of the field. And it carries the safety with him because he's running the corner and Tyreek stems his route and he pushes outside and then he gives a head nod outside like they're running mirrored routes on both sides. And then he breaks back into the middle of the field and the safeties swinging door opened it wide open and you know credit for the presence of Tyreek Hill because I, I think you probably have a safety that cheats over towards Jalen if you don't have Tyreek Hill on the field and a phenomenal route from Tyreek himself. So I think schematically, you know, Miami, they, um, they were efficient with their opportunities, uh, but they played Hercules on the other side of the ball. So I'll give you this final thought as far as the Dolphins' offensive output in this game in 212 yards production. I think if you played any other quarterback in the NFL, the Bills score. 10 points or less, 
They were lucky to get 17 when it's all said and done. They were lucky to not have four turnovers. They were lucky to not have 10 sacks. And all of that added up to a recipe where they continued to convert on third and longs and fourth downs and kept the Dolphins' offense off the field. I'm completely unconcerned about the total yards output from the Dolphins, and I thought they played well. It was just a game script in which Buffalo constantly, constantly, constantly strung out these drives, and Miami did not get the opportunities to run what will be a more balanced and complementary game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. As far as the defense, though, uh, I will say this. This was a master class in the chess of football. This was in college football when you finally get like Alabama and Ohio State when they're talent when they're both talented teams. Um, as compared to watching like Bama play Ole Miss or Bama play Vanderbilt or Ohio State play Northwestern, right? Like, it's just different. It just feels different. And from a coaching and a scheme, this was as masterful of a coverage clinic as I have ever seen. And credit to Josh Boyer, credit to Javon Holland, credit to Elena Roberts. The guys calling it out. It's um, credit to, to Jerome Baker. Their ability to show you any picture defensively and then turn around after the snap and give you something totally different and seemingly always have the right coverage call for the game situation and the route combination that the Bills were going to call upon. It was the Nominal guys, and like we all go back to the Ravens game on Thursday night last year, and oh well, you know what a what a dominant performance. And yeah, it was a dominant performance, but it was also extremely disrespectful to come out and say we're going to zero you nonstop because we don't think you can stop it, and they couldn't. Well, the Bills had answers for every kind of coverage look that you were given, and many of it was just well, Josh Allen, go be a superhero. And go get a throw off when Emmanuel Agba is contacting your elbow and your throwing arm as you're in your backswing on your delivery of the throw of the football and not lose the ball. And he didn't. And it happened like four times. Like any other quarterback, those are fumbles. Oh, it's, oh, Josh, go take Zach Sealer's full weight on fourth down, pinball off of it, and go run for a first down which he did, as Zach Sealer is blocked in the back from behind. It's, oh, Josh, go fade off your back foot and throw a crosser 35 yards downfield against man coverage and put it in the perfect spot. And he did. It's, oh, Josh, dead sprint to your right and throw a line directly over Brandon Jones's shoulder past his ear hole 
into the hands of, I believe it was Reggie Gilliam, their fullback tight end hybrid type, to convert another third, uh, long down and distance situation. And he did. It's like, th- that's what playing the best quarterback in the world feels like. And it took superhero effort plays from Josh Allen because the Dolphins, whether they were running one robber, whether they were running Tampa two, whether they were running fire zone blitzes, whether they were running zero, whether they were running cover three, they threw everything in the kitchen sink and they did it from, they, they would be in a zero look and Javon Hollins walked up as the M man on the line of scrimmage. And at the snap of the ball, he's pushing out and he's sprinting 25 yards downfield to take deep middle looking for them to throw the seam. If you could change in the picture to that magnitude, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about individual player performances, right? Like Christian Wilkins was a goblin against the Bills. Just an absolute terror. Terrorized them play in after play out. Emmanuel Agba. You know, you got a special teams game ball, he's getting a defensive game ball because he ruined Questenberry's life at right tackle. He destroyed him all game. Melvin Ingram haunted both tackles. Javon Holland played every defensive snap and is out here covering 60 yards in the fourth quarter while the Bills players are falling all over themselves because they're gassed. Cater Kohu, man. Really good, man. Sticky, man. Coverage against like Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Crowder in the slot. Like, that's not a small deal. Duke Riley needs to play more. He was all over the place. The range, the explosiveness. He's not a big guy for NFL linebacker standards. But he's got he's got the range that really allowed the Dolphins to do some really good stuff in coverage. And I know we got frustrated with some of the 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 uh, the corner blitzes, the nickel blitzes. I mean, even even when they ran a cap blitz off the edge, which is an outside corner blitz, and they they effectively played cover two with it, and they had to push the linebacker who's mugged up in the B gap out to the flat, and Brandon Jones, who's way out here, now has to roll down. They pushed to to. Um, It wasn't cover two that they pushed to. I digress. Uh, but Brandon Jones is in a high two alignment at the snap, and he rolls down, and he's got to take hook curl. And Josh Allen drops one up over the top of him. It was a another un, unreal throw from touch, and Josh Allen's base is completely broken down. The second touchdown pass that he threw the coverage bust over the middle of the field where we weren't in communication on trips and we ran man coverage and, and the crosser ran free. Brandon Jones tipped the ball while engaged with a blocker. The Dolphins dropped five picks. So for all of the, all of the Bills fans bemoaning, oh, well, we gave the game away. We didn't do that. Y'all. The field goal was blocked. Sorry. We dropped five picks on defense. We tipped a touchdown pass. And there were four pass attempts in the pocket where we're contacting your quarterback's throwing arm. 
and he doesn't fumble the ball in pressure. Jalen Phillips is this close to having a crazy game, too, by the way. Jalen Phillips is this close. He had the near interception. He, on the last possession where the Bills are trying to get down, uh, he and Christian Wilkins did a, a two-man stunt inside, and he had a free runner that forced Josh Allen to throw one away. Uh, that would have been a, an excellent sack. Oh, he also gave Questenberry problems at tackle. I, I cannot say enough about the defensive effort, and obviously you all know that. But to watch the full picture and to understand from a coverage perspective all the different things that they threw and all the different right calls that they had in right situations against right route combinations, I have never seen anything like it, not from a Miami Dolphins football team. Credit to Josh Boyer, credit to Javon Holland for getting the team in the right calls in the right situations. And you played Hercules. And you beat him. Which the Dolphins haven't done in a really long time. And that's a great place to be. Great place to be the rest of the week is right here on Locked on Dolphins. We cross have uh, Thursday Night Football this week. We're going to move on to Cincinnati. This is our film review. We're putting it away. Uh, we've got crossover Thursday with Locked on Bengals. We're going to talk about a game plan to beat the Bengals. Hopefully we can sandwich this week, Victory Monday, Victory Friday. That'd be a hell of a one-two punch. So let's see what we got cooking. Uh, we're going to get after it here on the show. So hit subscribe, follow along. Your team every day, fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.